this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The sharp tank. The sharp tank. No jumper. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. And today, I got my man, hey, the legendary West Coast pioneer, DJ Quick. I had to get that out the way real quick because I'm in shock in what I'm seeing right now off your phone. <laughs> okay, so we were just yeah. talking, and he was talking. We were talking about Michael Jackson, and Michael Jackson. He said, "You know, Michael Jackson was a crip." I said, man, yeah, right. He said, you ain't never seen him throwing up the C's? There is a picture right here. Michael <laughs> Jackson throwing up the Crip sign with actual Crips in 1987. <laughs> and there's a picture of him with him throwing up big C's. What color you got on? Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to mistake that. It's that is crazy. Nah, you said, you said uh, Michael didn't fuck with you. No, he fucked with me, man. He, Janet fucked with me. Like, you know, I fuck with them. They, they the royalty of America. They like Camelot. So if you even near him, like, I fuck with Randy. I play pool with Randy. You know, it's not to be bragging to them, but they just a beautiful, humble family. Like, it's, they rare. They just rare, bro. They they like the they like um, the parliament here. Like, you know, with the, you know, the king. Love and all the parliament, yeah. Yeah, not the group. The, I'm you talking know, about the group. Shit, I'm I'm talking, no, I'm talking about, you know, Prince's, you know, you know, Prince Diane uh, and all them. You know, the whole yeah, yeah. the kingdom in Europe. He was definitely connected. The Westminster. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you say him being called Prince Michael was real? Like, it was, I'm Prince David on my bit him. I'm Prince David on my uh, email. <laughs> Talk yeah, shit. Mike was that guy, man. I mean, you know, but but I love them both. It, we, I don't want to get into Prince and Michael, but dead ass, Mike was just he was just too smart for his own good. Like he was a, a cold. He was a whip. Can you imagine him saying? Can you imagine him saying super softly? I'll bang on you, cuz. <laughs> Nobody gonna from. believe him. Yeah. Nobody believe him because nah, he's so soft spoken. Exactly. I want to. I'm. I'm happy to have you here, man. Me and you, we linked up a while back. I was coming out of my hotel. You were about to check in. We we didn't even make it in. It was the the bar outside right there. And I said, I said, hey, man. You got one more. Mike would be like, quick. Why do you don't have a C in your name? <laughs> <clears throat> Sexual chocolate. <laughs> no, go ahead. We was at the bar. We was at we was at Burbank Marriott Hotel, chilling across the street from the airport. I just pulled up, like you know, I like to go to that little uh, eat, drink, and be that, yeah, B, the that e little restaurant, B or whatever. Yeah, B. Yeah, it's called B. Go there and just kick it. People coming in from out of town. Ooh, wham! It's just a cool little patio. The pool's right yeah. there. Just a go. You don't even have to check into that hotel. Just kick it right there. And you know what something. I liked about the hotel is because you being very well known, me coming up behind you of being known. We don't really get. We didn't have to worry about getting stopped too much. There was a dude that did walk up that bought us drinks. Yeah. He was like, "I know he Sharp. Who, he, he knew. Who, he, he knew who you was before me. 
Yeah, that was crazy. Hey, you young. Yeah. You know, y'all, I'm from a little older element. You know, I'm from, I'm a little more, for, I'm further back than y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, you got to keep telling people who you are these days. Because yeah. everybody got, you know, everybody got, attention is hard to keep right now. So, right. you know, you got to keep staying in face. It was, it was dope because <clears throat> it was just on the wham. We had, um disconnected was going on with house phone at the time yep and i called house phone i said hey keep the cameras rolling i got a special guest coming through you know and they they concentrated on urban culture and you know style and things like that so it was dope we grabbed a couple bottles we shot through they were amazed and i thought it was dope that people loved seeing you there you know and seeing man. you on and just listening to your word man so i think that, that was pretty cool man to have you slide through. I've been trying to get you back in there ever since, but man, you like the gingerbread man. You're a hard man to catch. Ain't that crazy right now? <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. I'm like, catch me if you can. Man, I swear to man, I guess like you'll the, be, the name quick really does uh, suit you. Because you definitely move quick, man. Pew. As soon as I leave here, I got to go to the studio, so I got to leave a little early. <laughs> hey, it ain't nothing wrong with it. We going to get this shit rolling, man, and rocking. So, Please, man, I'm, I'm curious. I just want to start from the beginning, man. I want to talk about who Quick was before you even thought about the music, man. Like, I'm curious to know about you and who you are, and I'm sure the viewers are, too. Man, well, I was born as son of a sharecropper. Sharecropper. I used to pick cotton. No, that's the wrong story. Whoa. What are you talking about me? Yeah, you. Oh, okay. oh, oh man. What the? Captain. I thought you was talking about my ancestry. <laughs> no. Hey, no, we ain't got to go to Ancestry.com. I'm the color purple, your ass. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Your upbringing, man, you know mm. where you're from and just, mm. you know, just your culture, hey, what man. you grew up on. I had this cool-ass mama named Dalma, and she used to play records. Mm. So she put music in me. So I just wanted music to take us out of being poor. So I was like, I'm going to be a musician. Like, give me some drums. I'm going to learn how to do the stuff that they do. And I used to watch James Brown dance. I'm like, Mama, I can do that. She was like, well, then do it then, little nigga. So I'm doing We used to win dance. Me and my sister would, used to win dance contests. Like, we used to disco in front of company. Dance so you know, for a nickel. Dime. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because back then, look, man, you come from the era, and I did as well, where musicians and having talent really mattered. Today, you don't really have to have too much of hey. that to get on. My mom was so fly. She's from Louisiana, right? She's from the juke yeah. joint people. She's, we did the Compton. She used to have real bands come and play at the house. Mm. So we real music. Motherfuckers in there with a microphone, harmonica, guitars, bass, amplifiers, and jamming for her, entertaining her. Everybody had a position then, though. A hard. Think about it, right? Everybody had a position back then, man. Like, when you played in bands, you don't really hear actual bands being, like, present anymore, man. You know, the electronics and keyboards and things like that. Things like that done took over, man. Different sounds and beat kits, you know? I make beat kits sometimes. But, yeah, it's uh, more plug and play. It's more just push a button you got an instant song. You know, it's it's it's. I'm glad that the kids got that. I just want them to make music for us, too, with your new toys. Like, make music that, a, you know, a person who can't jump up and run that fast can still bop to. Right. Like, you know, like, I, I, I think about people like Leon Huff when I make records, him and Kenneth Gamble. I want to impress them. You know, right. rest in peace, Tom Bell. Like, real people. You know what I'm saying? Levi Stubbs and, you know, and Ollie Woodson from the Temptations. I want to impress them, like, people that age. If kids could do that, they'll make money from everybody because they automatically got the kids. 
Make music for older people too. Sample one of our old songs and and freak it. Like I love what Mustard do. That's why I love Mustard. He be you know tooted and booted. That was a hot ass record to take the old sound and mix it with Met Him in the Club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying with Ty Dolla Sign. Smart, just smart. <laughs> do that to us. I like I like what you're saying, and I'm gonna piggyback off it because I look at it like you know. You make music, you cater, you know, people are making music. It's young kids making music for yeah. kids, you know, but yeah. they have to understand that you're going to eventually outgrow that. So, yeah, it is good to be able to reach out and be like, okay, I can still sell to the older people when yeah, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Everybody. I, no matter what, for the rest of my life. Don't limit your why, money. Don't leave no I, money on the table. That's why Produce I like, for everybody. That's why I like, that's what I liked about, um, People like uh, Sting and people like that, right? Because oh, they made music that music. was going to carry forever with everybody. Was Every Scott. They was doing reggae from a European perspective. And Bob Marley was spending time in Europe. Like, it's a whole six degrees of separation for all of this shit. We all connected. Music connects us. Music don't have a language. It just has a feeling. Mm. You know, you don't hear that too much from people, man. Like, you know. nobody's smart. <laughs> you don't mind calling them dumb, huh? I ain't, ain't calling them dumb. <laughs> Just you ain't call smart. them smart either. <laughs> man, so you growing up, you, Dan, like you said, you used to perform, man. You, It was already in you mm -hmm. growing up. When did you start saying, like, fuck it? Were you getting in any type of trouble, anything like that? No, nope. I was just getting, you know. I was getting the what black people do to each other. You need to get a real job. You don't need to be trying to depend on that. You need to get a nine to five. That that's a dream. That shit might not work for you. Mm. I'm like, bitch, I'm left-handed. <laughs> I'm left-handed too. <laughs> it's automatically gonna work. Right. Everything I do work. Cause so, we just think different. We creative people. Yeah. And you know what? I'll make you a bet. I guarantee I'll be a millionaire before I'm twenty one, before I can buy liquor. You remember who you told this to? Bet. I told that to my teachers at school, Davis Junior High School. You know, the ones who you know that voted me least likely to succeed. I had to. That's sad. Bet that ain't bet. That ain't sad. No, I'm saying they to, me to see people doing that though, like you know, to kids. They rank you. It, 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 it's it's kind of fucked. We used to up. get swatted back then. They yeah. don't get swatted today. No, no, no. no. That's why they all weird. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that shit's been out. We got discipline. That shit's when been we start out smelling for a long our, time. When we start smelling our piss. We got discipline. Mm. Dead ass. You know, so they don't get swatted today. But we got swatted. When, but it saved us. It made us who we are. A stronger person because of that. Were you fucking around? Were you thinking about fucking with music in middle school? Were you? So I've been DJing since I was like one or two years old. Playing, actually playing vinyl records since I was one. Since you were one. I'm a, I'm a prodigy. Nobody talks about it. So I have to sell myself. Come on, no jumper. Come on. Yeah, man. You can't hit from you... 15 feet out. <laughs> Talk your shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I shoot threes. Motherfuckers be like, I just be like, who knew? Like, it's just aim for the inside of the rim. Right. Right. So you saying that you know you've been you've been musically inclined since you were one years old. Yes, sir. You've been fucking with it. Even in middle school, you was fucking around with records. I DJ my um I DJ our Valentine's Day dance in 1985. What school? Shout the school out. Benjamin O. Davis Junior High School. Man. Doctor, um, we had a PE teacher there, Mr. B. Williams. He he gave me the job. He gave me an off-campus pass, gave me $100 in cash, and actually it was $1.50. The school paid for it. I drove off on lunchtime, 
Went and got my equipment at home. Some of the speakers I built because, you know, speakers was hard to come by. So I just got 12-inch woofers, got a crossover, tweeter, got some, you know, a jigsaw and a, a circular saw, planed it, sanded it, sealed it with wood glue, made speakers, Man. and went up there and DJ our Valentine's Day dance. There's certain people that remember that. I ended up being on the photography. I ended up graduating one of the most popular. I was in my own yearbook and shot my yearbook. 1987, Davis, what's up? <laughs> Fly school ever, even though it looked like a prison. It was dope Damn. in there. <laughs> they no windows. Like a prison. We didn't have windows. Damn. Yeah. So, uh, man, giving you $150 back then was a lot of money. And that was a lot of money you back know, then. Adjust that for inflation. Yeah. I mean, it's you look at $150 today, yeah, it barely gets you a pair Thank of you, Jordan. Thank you, Mr. B. Williams. Thank you, Compton Unified School District. Yeah, because they really looked out. Y'all, y'all believed in me more than the, the suckers on my next street did. The haters. <laughs> the niggas who broke in my house and cold, stole my shit. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You know. <laughs> what you mean? You got your shit stolen? Yeah, I remember I wrote that about, I wrote about that on my first single, Born and Raised in Compton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, enlighten us again about, about the oh, man. situation. On, man. You, didn't you say you want to go back to the beginning? Yeah, I want to go back man, to the beginning of I was everything. Fly, man, but I was hanging out with people that we didn't know. Then we just thought, man, that nigga crazy. <laughs> you know, but Always I was hanging out like with that. motherfuckers that was like sociopaths and shit. So they stole my shit. It's like, why y'all want to ruin my dream? We I already don't got shit. We already don't got shit. I ain't out gang. I ain't out shooting at nobody. I'm in the garage practicing, playing records, buying music. Let your, hey, let your youngsters dream, y'all. Don't stop their dreams. If they got a little talent, if they think, let them work on it until you actually have to step in and say, hey, man, I think you need to think about doing something else. Don't crush your dreams. Don't be a fly swatter. Hey, what was your favorite record that you was messing with back then? Um, I liked Run DMC, bro. That was your favorite one to mess with? Oh, damn that. Or um, The Real Roxanne, Bang Zoom, Take It to the Moon. Or Roxanne, Roxanne by UTFO. Yeah. Or Nobody Beats the Biz by Biz Markie. Or Eric B is President. I came in it with my melody on side two. Turn up the bass. Check out my melody. Mm. You are legendary, bro. I'm this. the shit, bro. You are. You, you know what? I imagine like it. You to, can say that. Imagine, me, imagine how I have to approach the mirror every morning. I got to be this guy. It's like, all right, quick. I'm David Blake. I got to talk to you quick. <laughs> Can't talk to yourself. <laughs> it's not a duality, but it is. Yeah. It's like, nigga, that's my joke, though. It's like, I babysit me. Ain't nobody going to take care of me like me. I'm fly. That's dope. I like and that. I'm rare. So I and I'm reclusive. I don't be every fucking where. I just be in all the studios. Every time I talk to you, I ain't at the club. Want. I ain't at the club slapping on little booties. Yeah. Trying to be an old sugar daddy. Hey, come here, little girl. You see this ring? I'm talking about this ring around your ass. He let, let me try it on for size. Old man talk. I'm not him. Yeah. I'm fly, bro. I'm more like I'm more like 
fucking like I could have been in the revolution, like Prince's group. Yeah, I'm Prince one of the, the revolution. Members. I could have been one of them. I they been. all were different. Hey, and what's wrong with that? Nothing. Now everybody wanted to be like them. Them motherfuckers changed it to where motherfuckers was like, that's the hottest shit. Right. You know, Prince was incredible. Prince was incredible, wasn't he? I, that's where I get all my swag from. I thought he was dope. I pressed my hair in junior high school, bro. And I had length. Because I used to have a fro. But it was unruly, you know, because I'm mixed. I, yeah. If I take my braids down, I look like Tracy Ellis Ross for like five minutes. After that, I look like Buckwheat. <laughs> mixed Dude, shit. You're you like, I'm serious. I see it in your eyes. Like, I'm dead ass serious. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask I hope you. this is fun. Y'all got a single out called Class. It's out on my label, Mad Science Recordings. It's distributed by the greatest compound in, compound interest entertainment is just shit. You know. Oh, shout out Jamie Adler. You know what I'm saying? Fucking Adler Agency. My shout guys. out to them, man. Shout out to my, my people. So I wanna I definitely Brian Shafton. I definitely want to ask you because Justin Reyes. Man, shout him out. On, the people, man. you know what, homie? I'm gonna be honest with you. Richie Abbott. It's 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 not too Richie many. Richie Abbott, bitch. I said it. It's Don't not, edit that either. Keep that in. It's, okay, it's not too many. It's not too many people that come in, especially a high profile, that'll be like, man, they shout out everybody who they fucked with every step of the way. You don't really hear that, man. You you just don't. They just come in and pretty much talk about themselves. Like Courtney solely. and Tracy, Courtney, Doctor B, Sirius, AMG, Tracy Branch, uh, second and none, KKND. My tw the twins, we should just call, start calling them niggas the twins, you know? So quick, it sounds Claire like... Ham. It sounds like... A, Juicy a, Joey. It was a village that made you, though. It helped make you. It, it wasn't yeah. just you, loved one. It was a village that yeah, helped. Man. Player Ham, man, if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't be here. Like, I had the talent, but it's just... There was such a danger in Compton. Like, people don't know that shit was really like Beirut. It was Vietnamish, you know? Yeah. It was dangerous in the 80s, but if you survived that... You you had to that, that shit made you a star. Just surviving Damn. Compton, that should be a movie. Surviving, surviving Compton. Compton, nine p.m. on DJ Quick Television. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> that shit sound like it's already moving. So I, I, I definitely want to dive in. I got to ask you about you helping produce for Pac, right? You had helped produce yes, sir. some stuff for Pac. Yes, sir. Let's talk about that a little bit. Let's unpack. Oh man, it was uh, chilling with him and. Uh, Actually, I, I did more work with Shock G than I did with Tupac, and we'll talk about that later. I love but, Shock G. Um, yeah, no, pff, love Shock G, man. Um, Pac was he was fly, bro. He was he. It, we spent too much time on the road to really acknowledge everything that he was doing. Like I, I now see him on episodes of you know uh, a different world, and it just blows me away because he was always that. But we was all too busy worried about ourselves to like really focus on this dude and make him the thing back then when he was just a dancer in Digital Underground. He had the most energy of everybody. He, everything was urgent to him from back then. You know what I mean? And we we became friends. He was cool. We slapped hands and, you know, it was fly. Like, if I go to Oakland, like, I felt safe up there around them niggas, you know, around these people and shit around Talk this, about you know? Pac. Yeah, I'm talking about Tupac yeah. Shakur, motherfucker. You said, no, I, and I know this, but I just, because I'm listening to you say, like, he was dancing, like, he, well, used, to was, be... he, was, he used to do the Humpty Dance and be and run around with the, with the fucking, um, the stuff that, the, 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 the blow-up dolls, like, they used, man, that show was amazing. It was like 
It was Ringling Brothers. I, man, motherfucker, I never knew that he was dancing or ever type of. You have to think about it. When I saw Pac, when when Pac was really introduced to me in the in the mid nineties, yeah, he was already on gangster rap, homie. Yeah. He was a gangster. So it was after even, me against the world. To, after yeah, that to album. even hear him, you even saying Tupac and Strictly being any type niggas. of dancer. You right. know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that was but, never. But him. that nigga, the Humpty Dance, it, they stood. Oh, oh. Did, that nigga did the Humpty, bro, and was killing with a with a with a what do you call it? Like a geometric haircut, like yeah, you know, with that half part, with that that half yeah, side that half, cut, man, that Gumby geometry. He's had that that Gumby. He was a hell of a <laughs> killing it though. Girls used to go crazy. Damn. for him and Mun and all that, bro. I I used to watch those shows. So man, you had a relationship with him before y'all even thought about when he used to date um, Yo Yo. Like I knew him all. Yeah. We all like toured together. We all supported each other. That's live. So yeah, but it wasn't. Fast even... forward when he started doing the movies and shit, he did juice. I was like, well, I ain't gonna be able to kick it with that nigga for a while. He's a movie star. Mm. Right? And it was true. I didn't see him for a while. I see him every now and then. But when he got in trouble in New York and got shot, when he got shot, it was like, please don't let that guy die out there. It was the whole thing. Like, mm. you know. And when he 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 got arrested and the way he was talking, he was like, he was, it was like he was being martyred back then. It's like, damn, this girl kind of low-key lied. Like, does anybody know that she's, like, her story changed, like, during, the, you know, it's like, oh, y'all railroading this guy. And it was just like, we all just called no fair on it. Like, you know, I done been on trial, too. I done been through a world of shit. So I know what that's like to be persecuted. It's yeah. ugly. What were you ever persecuted for? What? Um, An incident in Denver, like, in, in 91. I was, being a, I was being a dumbass. Got what I deserved. <laughs> Back that a little bit, or? yeah. They, I was, you know, I was being a dumbass in Denver. Yeah. I apologize to him every time I go back. It was like, y'all, I was young, I was stupid. You got their sweater on. That's just that's random. That's that's, that's because it felt this. I'm looking for the sun. It was supposed to be hot today, so I was put on my short pants. <laughs> I should have knew when I was shivering in bed. Like, damn, it's cold. Like, what the fuck? Hey, clouds. Bro, I, ain't so I, lie. I put this on to keep warm, man. You, I put Denver. I put a Denver hoodie on to keep warm. You bro. gotta be. Listen, I love Denver. You and I, I take this no bad way, but you are one of my nerdiest homies. I'm that goofy, I have. bro. I'm a silly motherfucker. I swear to God, dog. Like, I, this like, thing it is like this I like it light. I like it fun. I'm real. I'm dope. <laughs> like I live a life of leisure. The fuck? Can we talk about a um, couple songs that you done? You've you've been a part of fucking with Pac. Oh man, I was unloyal to the game. We brought the tapes in. Pac haunted the studio so real. Um, all of the first... Um, this is the first record that we was a part of. It's a song on... I think it's called... Hold it! Donnie, shoot me a Pause. letter. Hold it. I'll put that on. Nope. Look, I did a song on fucking... Uh, I think it's Me Against the World album, right? Mm -hmm. Which was a fucking classic. If right. I Die Tonight. He sampled my record tonight, and uh, they cleared it from me. Interscope, or I think it was, uh, was it Interscope back then? It wasn't Interscope. It was, what was something like that cost? Was he on, yeah, he was on Interscope, yeah. Tom Wally like like signed that, him. Something like that cost to get a clearance. Back somebody. then, you just, it was, it was I, didn't, I didn't charge money because I don't believe that you should charge an artist to sample your shit. Like, I let a lot of shit slide because that's the game. Because I robbed people sampling and didn't clear it and then ultimately had to pay for it. Yeah. So I let the young nigga slide. Like, I don't, I don't even go hard on them. You know what I mean? Like Good artists borrow, great artists steal. 
I don't know how, whatever, <laughs> how, you make it make sense the way you, my thing is. I don't know. I'm giving, <laughs> I, I'd be kind of hypocritical to just slam them. Like, man, use my shit. Y'all can go and use it, you know. But my lawyer's not going to like me hear, hearing me say that. So they're going to go and do the business anyway. <laughs> Quick, how much do you want? I don't want nothing for it. Well, we got to take 3500 for it, and we'll split it amongst ourselves. And thank you. Mm. All right, cool. Y'all have it then. <laughs> it's like, let the kids live, man. Let them sample my shit, y'all. Make it make me feel good about the music I did. Well, you and then. well, you and Pac's relationship were cool back then, you know, and probably still would have been till this day. But I, I see that y'all were y'all were close. We a, so yeah. you didn't care about the money well, when I used it to came write, from him. I, I wrote records for him that didn't come out. We did a song called In the Late Night that didn't get clear from Donald Byrd. I sampled Wind Parade for him, which is one of the dopest records ever. One of the one of the most respectable jazz you know, examples of music. Was it Dr. recorded? Was it recorded when, like, some of the stuff that he it was did recorded that never when we were doing out? All Eyes on Me? But you said it and never. We got also put did out. a message to my unborn while he was on all, while we was on All Eyes on Me. It just became this session that didn't end. I drove an accurate NSX up to that motherfucker and stayed there for two days, bro, in the studio. And I lived like close, and my apartment was fly. I lived in. Joe, bleep bleep. Oh, everybody's gonna run over there. Bleep that. Bleep the. Everybody's going to yeah. run over there. Yeah, man. Thanks for leaking. Cause real, cause I'm, for hey, man, I'm on true syrup, nigga. I'm smoking this good ass weed. What am I do? Lie to kick it? Yeah, Never I can do find, that. I can find Never other ways to kick it. Don't ever do that. <laughs> Where's my lighter? Don't ever do that. Smoke more. But that's dope that. Well, I'm going to cap about. You, hey, never, I'm only capping when my hair finna get wet. Don't ever do it on the sharp tank. We don't need your hair to get wet neither, church. <laughs> it ain't saying? raining outside. What We're am gonna I going to cap for and cap that? So you and his, so you and his relationship was dope. You didn't mind man, him. You didn't mind him sampling man, when anything he, when, when he, you seen it come through. When Suge brought him home on the plane, they had us all waiting. Me, corrupt ass. We all in the studio. Everybody, it's fly. It's dope. It's niggas there. That's you know they gang banged out, but they had to even respect that shit. Oh, by the way, I fuck with them Alexander McQueens you got on. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. It's real fly that that you know about that, that guy. Yeah, you man, see, I, I ain't like, seen the logo so. Yeah, you ain't got to. If you know the shoe, you know the shoe. I wear Alexander McQueen, too, for Johnson. Hey, if it's good enough for Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson, good enough for me. How long do you think they've been wearing them? Uh, since the 80s. Alexander McQueen was um, their principal designer. A lot of people don't know that. It's crazy because it's like MCM, Alexander McQueen. These guys been around forever. You'll see it in shows. Fucking hmm. from back in the day, people are wearing the shit. And you would have never noticed because you're getting a little game. This is a commercial. This is inter- we're gonna get back to the interview, but right now, just a little Alexander McQueen love. Yeah. He did design for some of the dopest people in the game. Damn. Yep. And you being one now. Yeah, me being one. It's crazy that I got the shoes on. I just like how simple they are. It's a simple, sleek shoe. It ain't too much. I mean, you can get crazy, but, like, I've had the red bottoms, man. I've had all that shit. I just like what looks good, man. And if I can find me a pair of fucking Alexander McQueens that I feel like look good to me, then I'm going to buy it. If I find me a pair of fucking Vans, I wear Vans all the time, and I see a pair that I like, I'm going to buy them. I don't think it's the price price tag. It's about what looks good on me, you know? You got to ask how much it costs you can't afford it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. you fly, bro. But, but everybody always look for labels, man. I'm not. A, I'm not a uh, just for super labels. I like what looks good on me, man. I've had a twenty dollars shirt on. I've had a seven hundred and fifty dollars shirt on. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it doesn't really matter. Man. It's about what looks good on you. You can go spend eight hundred dollars and your you shit look like bullshit on your body you when you put it on. It. Now you don't wasted your bread. You save better it. save it. Save it. 
But why not? Don't yeah, even that's, spend that's your players, money. That's players giving players flowers. Mm-hmm. That's, it's fly. You acknowledge another man's haberdashery and his flyness. Mm-hmm. And you go further. And I appreciate that Come on, about man. you, man, for real. You always been a gentleman, bro. About every, every time from the time I've met you, bro, until now, you have kept it a band. And I have fun with you, bro. You a cool nigga that, you know, niggas you. can relate to. Like, man, this is a, this is a fly nigga. Like, it's all, I only got a few fly niggas like that, too. It's, it's Player Ham, it's Sugar Free, it's you. You know what I mean? Yeah. AMG on some level, you know, the way he get down. You know, it's just y'all fly niggas, bro. What's your relationship with uh? How's your relationship with no? We women? didn't finish the, the, the Tupac story. I want to keep you on I task. I would love to talk about Pac. I when just got don't out of jail, they brought him. You know, it's hard when he got out of jail. Suge brought him in there. Actually, he just came walking in like, like George Jefferson. He had that little strut. He came mm. in like, boom, boom. This nigga walked right up to me. He was like, "Oh, Suge, you tell me you got this nigga up here." I was like, "Yeah." I was like. Bro, I look like I'm seeing a ghost right now. Like, this is amazing, bro. Like, this is like a dream, bro. Like, you a leprechaun right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you a unicorn. Like, you just got shot and you're in prison. It's like, if we don't hurry up and make albums on you right now, we're all... Snoop was like, Suge, go get this nigga. Suge went, got him, brought him to the studio. He's talking to me and Corrupt. And before you know it, a couple of days later, all eyes on me was done, bro. Are you saying Snoop pressed the issue for him to come? He sure did. Dog did it. He said we so need So you're saying it. Snoop was the one that he was had the impetus. He was like, yeah, sure, we should go get this nigga and bring him over here with us. Because at that point, Snoop could ask for whatever he wanted to ask for. He had that kind of power. And having no hate in his blood, knowing that He's this man could come down He's not, and he, really shine. That's the one guy Pac I've never shine. had an issue with. Snoop Dogg is the coolest motherfucker on earth. But for him to do that for Pac was pretty dope. That was I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm gonna say it like I know it. Niggas is haters. Well, niggas it, is haters. You know and don't nobody want to see you get past I'm, them. Man, they want to see you doing good. Not all of them. Not all of them. Granted, we, they want to the, see you doing good, just man, not better than them. It's the black experience, bro. Unfortunately, I've talked about that before too. A, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an unwritten kind of vibration that goes on in our culture. And I hope I'm not being overstepping. Mm-mm. I don't want to overreach. That's what, what we're just, here for. We're here to we, go deep, baby. This is the Sharp Tank. Man. Go deep. Just say what's on your mind. Well, it's on my mind already. I'm high as a test pilot. Yeah. I'm kicking clouds. Okay. You know, if I fell right now, it's going to take me two minutes to hit the ground. <laughs> With that said, I just wish that black people would be more congratulative and congratulatory than to be, you know, um, the the proper word is than to be kind of resentful or resistant towards one another or resistant or yeah. anti or you know don't be the the don't be the odd man out for not wanting to celebrate another man's success it's not it's not cool there's nothing cool in that well you know you, know, you got to think about it man you know in our culture boasting is gold so you know it's sitting there I, and I've said this before, man, and I don't want to, I'm not going to go too deep off into a history lesson, but man, it came all the way back from the house nigga days when all the house niggas would go to church with master and you know, they weren't allowed into the church because it was all whites church. So they would all have to congregate outside. But you know, of course the house nigga got a little bit different treatment than the regular cotton field or, yeah. you know, living out like just working on the farm. 
they would actually be able to dress nice and have a you know a nice piece of jewelry on or have a nice pair of shoes, a suit. So when all the house niggas would be there at church, they would all congregate outside. That's where the boasting came from. You ain't got this. Look what Massa bought me. Oh well, you ain't got this. Look, Massa just bought me these brand new pair of shoes. Is that a fact? It was it was taught, bro. Is that it, a fact? Does it sound right? Well, or is it about facts or does be, it sound like? I mean, it it's can hypothetical be. to me because yeah, I wasn't there. I don't want to. House I don't want to imagine what was that. going on. I think it's we just it's just ego. It's just some people got it egos, has to bro. stem from somewhere. You know. It has to start somewhere, well, bro. It's, it's a generate it's a generational curse up. that needs to be broken. It's not made up. You know, you can't make people feel bad about another person or or feel indifferent about because of their skin color or their social rating. They used to call it social rating back in the sixties. I know that is a fact. You know. Like, you know, where, even before, they should call it where you are socially. And the, the higher-ups were the higher-ups. They were the, you know, the highfalutin. They was the, you know, they was the, Bro, they was fly. I'm gonna tell and you then this. it was the people that I'm was a, working men like we this. was. To stand on my theory, we still do it to this day. It's all about what you got, man, in our culture. It ain't about what you say. It's not about the knowledge. Mm. It's not about what we can spread together to help one another. No, it's about I got the knowledge and you don't. Right. I got the money and you don't. Right, right. Why would I ever want to come together? This is me speaking, me and you being on the damn street. Mm. Why would I want to come up and tell you, talk to you about what business we can get into or what things we can do to make this shit better as a whole when I'm worried about getting a better car than you, bigger jewelry than you, more money than you, badder bitches than you. I'm worried about all the wrong shit. That shit gets taught somewhere. It's not just born out of fucking thin air. It gets taught, bro. It's somebody feeling this way a long time ago and it just fucking stuck. We came as black people. We came from not having shit no motherfucking way. So yeah, to get a piece of jewelry, to get a nice pair of mm. shoes, to Talk get a nice it, car, hell motherfucking yeah, that shit means something to us. That's why you still see niggas boast that shit to till till this day. It ain't stopped. Niggas don't just get money and be like, oh yeah, man, here I want to help the community. We don't do that, bro. Help my own. I see it in the Mexican crowd. I see it in the fucking Latina and fucking uh, Asian crowd. They all help each other. They all own shit for blocks. Nigga, and we can barely get a fucking corner store and keep that shit up because somebody done vandalized it or nigga, somebody done broke into the shit. Hey, we can't even get the spot next door because the people that we just got vandalized next to it, man, they moving out. And the people that's renting the building don't want to rent to blacks no more. You know how this shit go. That's why they be afraid to even have rap events. In certain places. They're like, oh, you guys are rapping? No, you guys can't use our venue. Yeah, I just saw that. They're scared of it, man. They're scared of us. And I think that we need to have, we need to break out of that, break that shell from them and show them, hey, man, we can do the fucking work too. We know how to do the work. It's not always got to be what they want to classify as ghetto. I hate that shit. Well, this is the thing. Ghetto is what you make it. Ghetto is in your mind. Yeah. And if you believe a certain, if you have a certain belief about an idea, then you're going to live it. That's what you're going to believe means to to follow blindly. If you're yeah. going to follow something blindly because that's your belief, then you're going to do it. Ain't nobody, it's going to take 10 people, it's going to take 10 examples of the truth to make a person forget about a lie. Huh. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm just getting, Listen. I'm talking like a pimp. Talk the game. Talking like no, a pimp. this is the game of life, man. Yeah. This that. shit runs deeper than a pimp and hoe. This shit runs deeper than a drug dealer, a that gangbanger. Ass. What that you're ass. talking about? It's preach. It's just about breaking generational curses. It's like 
you can't talk to me about being fly in these expensive shoes we wearing without throwing me at least something to like to get started, like pittance, like to help me. Each one still got to teach one and we still got to help each other and not be afraid to take a loss. Like if I let you hold a thousand dollars or whatever, don't lose it. Like use it to motherfucking further your shit. And you ain't got to tell nobody I spotted you this. Like, if this is going to help you get your, you know, your equipment, whatever you need, you're trying to buy a guitar. You're talking about the time you spotted me $1,000? I didn't do to... that. You did something fly <laughs> for me, though, bro. You, you're a fly nigga, man. I ain't going to tell y'all what he did because it's like, it's, it's some, it was balling shit. He did some balling shit. Yeah. I appreciate you, too, for that. that I love that, you, bro. That you meant something. That. Love you, too, bro. Yeah. No, no, homo, nigga. Because I actually want to see niggas shine. I don't say no disrespect to LGBTQ either. No, like, none. But on some man I shit. actually want to see niggas shine, bro. I'm hey, not bro. a fucking hater. It's no hate in my heart, homie. I don't got it. They said that if you want it, you got to see your brother with it. Yep. Mm -hmm. If you want to have it yourself, you got to see your brother with it and not be mad and not feel no kind of way. You got me interested in this conversation. You have my attention. You have my attention. I'm DJ Quick, the teacher. I'm David Blake. You always say that. I, you know, I'm for fly. the first time my I met you. My name is Fly. My name is David Blake. From the first time I ever met you, you know, you <laughs> never. That flex? Hey, I swear this man has never um ever, like, talked to me as quick it's always been as david you always oh, be man, like you're man, fly, nigga, man like, you remind me of family you remind me of some of my uncles and shit like yeah. people i fuck with you remind me of family Cause i was because you know why man because i was raised from that and i want the people to know that i really came from that cloth so when a motherfucker can say hey man you remind me of some of the people that are older because that's who i came up around and i clung so you to remind that. me like like i clung fly, to that fly shit. ass cousins and relatives and shit. i clung to that shit and still look out for the whole family See, I didn't should. get I didn't get into the game, bro, to just take care of myself. It was to be able to help. Man. I wanted to be able to fucking help. Tyron Lue is like that. I just wanted to help, you, bro. Like you people just said, think Ty Tyron Lue thinks that way. Yeah. And look, on that note, I got to get to a recording session. But the real is, is each one still got to teach one. And we got to help each other to be interdependent. Yeah. Not dependent. Mm. We have to start depending on each other. And create banks like Founders Banks, yeah. you know, yeah. like Norm Nixon them did restaurants and stuff. So, like, if y'all want to do it, look, hey, I need you back, let, bro. Let this, Magic this Johnson too, be your example. This was not too me. short to where I feel like we needed oh, to part go. Part two, we'll go part. We continue. I, I definitely need a part two with Man, you. I and I don't say it. Hey, go take. I got care a of your whole business. staff of people waiting for me, and it's three p.m. Hey, I just love that you came and pulled up and gave me a few minutes of your time, man. Man, you the flyest, bro. I'm gonna pull I back up you. off the camera and off the show. I'll be on the back, nigga, rolling up a joint. I know you will. Come hey, on, man. And I'm a truth, doctor now. I'm a I'm a professor. <laughs> Hey, I'm fly. I definitely want to bring Eagle you balls back. High hey, too. I, I definitely want to bring you back because I feel like me and you can hop in a great debate. Nigga. Like we can we just really, had the great debate. We did. We did, and I hope that we titled it that. Hey man, sharp and fucking DJ. Hey man, fuck hey, that. Hey, listen. We the new Johnny Carson. Hey man. listen, <laughs> this nigga DJ Quick man, David Blake, David fucking Blake just did the debate. Hey man, sharp tank, no jumper, sharpest, coolest podcast in the world, man. We out this motherfucker. You dig?